Welcome back to the Live With Grace podcast, where we discuss sports, lessons, and life as athletes, professionals, creators, dreamers, and leaders. I'm Grace Beyer, and I'm your host, and I'm so happy you're here. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Live With Grace podcast. Today on the podcast, I'm going to be discussing my number one piece of advice for those dealing with sports injuries. I'm going to try to keep this one short and sweet. I have a lot of advice to say that I plan on really diving into as I get more and more into my podcast because the injuries that I've been through and recovered from are a big part of my story and honestly one of the reasons that I wanted to start a podcast because when I was going through those recovery recoveries I guess when I was going through all the different recoveries that I went through I wish that I had talked to or known somebody that had been through the same things that could kind of give me an extra just little push of encouragement or reassurance that things are going to be okay. And obviously everything did turn out okay. I have a great support system. There's lots of resources online and on YouTube, but I just felt especially when I was young, I felt very isolated in the experiences that I had been through because when I was in eighth grade, not many girls had torn their ACLs and not many girls at that had had two injuries in consecutive years in the first three years of playing basketball. Yet it didn't stop me from still loving the game of basketball. And in a weird way, every single one, well, I guess it's not even weird, but in a way, every single one of my injuries that I've been through has added a different aspect to my game sometimes, but also to my life. And so my greatest piece of advice for those dealing with sports injuries is to see it as an opportunity. And I know that that's a very cliche thing that people say it's not like the most cliche piece of advice I could think of but it just kind of sums up everything under one umbrella term for me is that don't see yourself as a victim type of thing like it's okay to feel sad it's okay to feel real angry it's okay to acknowledge you know the actual physical pain that you feel and the mental pain of having to wait and sit out and, you know, watch everyone else play the game that you love, but don't see yourself as a victim of those circumstances. Find the ways that you can become a better version of yourself during that time. Because every single injury that I went through, it helped me realize, recognize, and improve an area in my life, whether that area was an area of weakness before, whether that was a strength that I got even stronger, whether that was something completely new that I wanted to add to my life. It was always something. So I would say, yeah, the first part of this, seeing it as opportunity, is understanding just you choose where your mindset is at all times. And it's almost like in middle school and when I was real young, 
it was almost seen as cliche, cliche, maybe like a little bit cheesy to just be so overwhelmingly positive about everything. And I would always, it's kind of funny thinking back now, but it's so true. When I was going through my most painful parts of my recoveries, especially when I was young, I always told myself, you know, like, this is real painful, but I'm going to use this pain. You know, I'm going to use this pain. I'm going to fuel my success with the pain that I'm feeling now. This pain is going to motivate me to stay so disciplined every single day to do whatever I need to do right now. Some days that was doing my quad exercises three times a day for however many sets. Some days that was making sure that I went out to the course and shot with my dad even though I couldn't run yet, couldn't jump yet. Some days that was making sure that I was consistent with my strength program and my lifting and my physical therapy. Some days that might be making sure that I'm really being disciplined with leveling up my game and my life by being super mindful and trying to integrate meditation into my life, trying to stay consistent with writing and journaling because that's really how I process things and how I really coped in a positive way with those injuries I went through. Um, So that's really the first part is just, it's okay to be so positive that people look at you weird. This world and society is way more drawn to the negative naturally and don't be afraid to kind of shine a positive light on things you know it's almost like it's tempting to be drawn in by the negative sometimes and this is true for everything like it's so easy it's almost comforting to be the victim sometimes it's so you know you can you can feel bad for yourself and it doesn't feel good but then at the same time it's you're kind of being a like you're letting your circumstances control you and like i said it doesn't mean that you don't acknowledge the pain you don't acknowledge the sadness or whatever feelings you may feel whether those are mental or physical but it just means that you don't stay in that state you acknowledge them and you feel the feelings, you cry it out, this or that. Like I said, maybe you say, I'm going to use this pain. And you let that anger, you let that sadness fuel you to be ultra disciplined or to channel your energy in a really positive light way. But you still make the choice that I'm going to be positive about this. I'm going to see this as an opportunity to grow. And something good is going to come out of this because at the end of the day, I know that everything is going to work out exactly how it was supposed to work out. And I think that it's really taken me some years to really believe that because when you go through hard things for the first time, for the second time, you can't see down the line that, oh, it's all going to work out. I'll be fine. But now that I see and I know that I've already been through this, this, and this, and yet I still got here, and I can also reflect and say, 
you know, this injury, I really built my relationship with God. This injury, I wasn't a shooter before this injury. After this injury, I was a shooter because I spent so much time just working on the fundamentals of my shoot, of my, <laughs> my shoot, my shot. And this injury, I really got in touch with myself and I really got in touch with my artistic creative side. This injury, you know what I mean? Like every single thing, this injury really made me appreciate my sport so much more and realize that I have so much passion for this. Sometimes injuries make you realize that you're not passionate for your sport and that's okay too. It just means that your life takes a different road and that you'll find the road that you're meant to be on by going down the path that was set out for you, you know, that that you are facing. I would say my second component under this seeing everything as opportunity is patience because patience is one of the hardest lessons to learn and I would say that to talk about what I'm going through right now takes a little bit of patience or not to talk about it but what I'm going through right now has taken me patience and it feels like I'm learning the same lesson again of I'm going to be okay. Things are working out. I'm going to be patient. And I've already been through this before, you know? Even though it's it looks different, it's the same lesson. I know it's going to have a positive outcome. And so right now, I my foot is really irritated. I have plantar fasciitis in my foot. And I've had it since November. Um, it came because... The shoes that I was wearing, long story short, it was because of bad arch support in my shoes, but it ended up being both my feet were irritated and then it just turned to one foot. But this summer, just with ramping training up and everything, my foot and my heel got real irritated. Um, This is after I had like a cortisone shot in April and I took some time off to let it rest after the season. It felt good, but just I guess from putting too much load on my body and not listening to it when it first started hurting and still wanting to you know stay consistent in my training led it to get so irritated to now causing me to have to take a few weeks where I'm not putting as much stress on it doesn't mean I'm not doing anything because I'm still allowed to do certain things but it's gonna take patience even if it's not the same degree of patience that it might have taken me to get through an ACL tear or another serious injury or whatever you may be going through. If you're listening to this, that might be a longer duration for recovery, but it still takes patience and it takes saying that the best decision for me right now is to learn patience by knowing that destroying my body basically (laughs) i don't know another way to put it killing my body or breaking my body down more is not the best thing for me to do for me to become the best athlete that i need to be and for when i need to be in my best shape which isn't for still a month and a half and so and i am gonna get into a lot of the things a lot of the injuries i've already recorded some of the experiences and injuries I've been through that were kind of weird or unconventional or even some of the ones that are more common. But that's just a small example of a way that 
I'm being taught patience again in my life. And to go along with that, it's not just patience during the recovery process, but it's also to have patience and then not look to not look next to you or look on social media and see what other people's journeys look like and compare those journeys to your journey. And that's so much easier said than done because I think it's very ingrained in our society to see what somebody else is doing and in being happy for them or in seeing that what they're doing is good or that they're successful, we then have just this habit of comparing it to what our own journey may look like, especially if we're on similar roads or similar paths of playing the same sport, going to the same school maybe, or, you know, maybe we're competitors, we play for different teams, you know, there's this sports themselves are a game of competition, you know, so if you see somebody else doing something, it's almost sometimes this guilt that you might feel if you're going through an injury and you can't be doing those things right now, or if you see that, you know, just little things that they might appear to be in a quote-unquote better place than you, but the best thing that you can do is just focus on your own individual growth and your own improvement because you aren't doing yourself any good. I, a lot of the books I read talk about being in this lack mindset of focusing on things that you don't have. And in being in a mindset of focusing on what you don't have, you'll never be happier. You never, you're not. You'll never be fulfilled in your life because, you. I mean, I guess all these reasons, you're always focusing on what you don't have. And by comparing yourself to others, you're saying they have something I don't, whether that's a skill, whether that's something intangible, or whether that's materialistic things. Oh, they have this nice car. They have all this money. They can go here. They went on this vacation, this or that. And that really has nothing to do with injuries, but just in general. It's much more fulfilling and healthy to come from a place of being able to say, I'm so happy for this person, or just not giving any energy at all to them and not channeling your energy toward what other people are doing at all. One of those two versus saying, comparing yourself to them. And like I said, it's much easier said than done, but it just starts with just having the awareness of I am going to focus on today. What do I need to do? Like I said, maybe for your injury, like for mine right now, what I need to do, which is what I'm going to do after I record this, is I recently bought a a Korean cupping set. (laughs) I got my foot needled twice this week and the guy recommended that I got a cupping set to kind of like move the cup up and down and kind of get some... I don't actually know the science behind it, but I guess to get some blood flow or to get it um, in some way to help the healing process. And then I need to stretch and then I need to put on my little splint that I sleep in and I need to have a good night's sleep. And those are just simple things, right? But for your injury, it might be something completely different. 
But a lot of times for injuries, what you need to do is rest. And that's really hard for people that are driven. I think that it's actually a really good quality to have that it's hard for you to rest. Maybe I'm just saying that biased because that's how I am. And I'm not trying to be like that at all, but I think that it's better to be super driven and have a hard time resting than um, than to lack motivation, I guess is a good way to put it. But I think also a big maturity step for me and probably for many of you that are dealing with injuries, if you're listening to this, is realizing that rest is just as effective as the actual work that you're doing, the physical work that you're doing can't have its full effect or you can't get the full result of it unless you get adequate rest to recover and build back muscle if you're lifting or, you know, whatever you might might be doing. It only comes, the results only can flourish and You can only get the full effect of them if you take the adequate rest. So those are my next two points under just seeing things as opportunity. It's opportunity to grow your patience and it's opportunity to grow your ability to be self-aware and focus on your own journey rather than focusing on someone else's journey. And that's something that through this injury, you might be able to get so good at that than when that when you're in other areas of your life, like say school or say your job, you don't have that as big of a problem of comparing yourself to other people. And I would say that another aspect is finding something else to channel your injury in, eh, to channel your energy into. I always said channel your injury into, which I guess that would make sense too, but. Find something else to channel your energy into, which is, for me, a lot of times, writing or painting or drawing or reading or riding my bike or hanging out with friends or listening to music. I've really gotten into cooking this year. Things like that that actually have nothing to do with the sport itself, but that are a productive way of using the energy that you have. And of course, depending on what your injury is, you might be limited to do other things as well, such as riding a bike or swimming or going to the beach, hanging out with friends in certain capacities. But for the most part, there's, or actually, no matter what, there's always a way to find something new that you could do. Maybe it's learning a new language. Maybe it's learning to sew or learning how to make something cool or I honestly don't know all the possibilities, so I'm just going to stop listing them, but you get the idea. Finding something else that is a positive way of channeling your energy because it's so easy to find negative coping mechanisms and like I said, falling into that victim mentality, even if it's unintentional, falling into a unhealthy, negative spiral of thoughts and beliefs. And the last thing you want to do is to go through this recovery process that's inevitable now that you're already injured. It's not like you can get the, get that moment back when you got injured and take it all away. You're going to go through it regardless. So you might as well 
get something out of it and find some light in it and come out of it and say, man, I'm so grateful that I had that experience because I wouldn't be this or I wouldn't have this or I wouldn't have built this skill, that type of thing. And I think also it builds, I used to be so against balance in life because, and I still kind of debate on it sometimes because I think that there's something to be said. And I have that podcast about obsession, but I think there's something to be said for being like hyper-focused on what you want to do. But then I do think that there's some benefit to having some degree of balance in your life because then it allows you to, when you go back to your main thing, which may be your sport or maybe your career, you have so much more energy because you're not always using your energy on that. You're kind of expanding your mind and expanding your abilities to other things as well, which then somehow helps you channel your energy in a way more focused, intentional, and almost like a refreshed version or or a renewed sense of motivation for whatever you were doing in the first place. So lastly, I think that it's really important to use the experience that you're going through in your recovery to strengthen the love and passion for your sport itself. And some of the ways that I do that are by, right now, I've been really intentional about watching more basketball. And it's been something that I have been telling myself, yeah, I'm really gonna like watch and study and analyze some games. Like I love watching the WNBA. If you ever talk to me, you probably know that. Or if you see my sweatshirts, but that's something that I finally got disciplined to do because of my foot getting irritated. And of course, we don't wish these things upon ourselves. We don't wish that something bad would happen so that something good would come out of it. But since something happened, I probably shouldn't have said something bad because bad and good are kind of subjective anyway. But something happened. Anyways, back to my point. Um, Since this event happened or the circumstances are things that you don't have control over anymore, you might as well find something else. And you might as well get something out of it for your sport itself. Like I said, I have been watching film. And one thing I'm allowed to do right now that won't irritate my foot is just a lot of catch and shoot and... I can always continue to get my shot better and I can always also continue to get stronger. So I've been real disciplined in my lifting workouts. And that's also something that in the past, those three areas, the same three are things that I've channeled my energy into when I couldn't, when I was going, when I was recovering from a knee surgery and I couldn't run, I really got, for one of them, I really like worked on my shot a lot and it turned me into a quote-unquote more of like a shooter than I was before and that was something positive that came out of it and there's also been times when I've really focused when I was younger on my ball handling even though I couldn't stand I found that I could do all types of ball handling workouts when I was sitting down so that was what I was able to do 
I think another way might be by channeling your energy and your passion that you feel for your sport toward helping other people. And maybe that's helping a younger generation. Maybe that's helping a sibling. Maybe that's being there for your teammates. Maybe that's being there and helping your coach if you're mid-season. But there's so many ways that you can strengthen your love and passion and knowledge and expertise and even skills of your sport in unconventional ways that you may have never tapped into had you not had the injury that you're facing. And so all these things, seeing an opportunity, recognizing that your injury, not only can it reveal a deep love for your sport and it can strengthen your appreciation for your own abilities and just for the ability to participate in your sport in the first place, but it can also be such, it can be almost the greatest blessing that you will ever face because like I said, although you may not have wished this upon yourself, it's going to bring about so much positive change, so much positive growth into your life. And it's so just so important. Like what I would tell myself is just to be super intentional about what you listen to, who you listen to, what you decide to do, what you decide to focus on. And of course, all those things are things that motivational speakers and coaches harp on all the time. But it definitely has truth to it in the sense of you really do get so much more positive out of filling your mind and filling your heart and your spirit with positive energy and channeling something that could be so easily swayed into the negative realm, into the negative downward spiral of victim thoughts and doubt and fear and negativity and all these things and choosing, instead choosing to say, I'm going to focus on the positive. I'm so grateful for this day today. I'm so grateful that today I'm going to get stronger and I'm so grateful that, you know, this motivated me to explore this new aspect of my game, explore this new aspect of my life. And just to be almost overly positive, like what I was saying, almost not cheesy positive because it it really is a genuine positivity, but it's just something that not everyone has that level of positivity. So not only are you helping your own circumstances, you're also pouring light into other people just by being who you are, just by shining your light and just people can feel the energy of a positive spirit. And that's really the main message behind this and seeing things as an opportunity. You're just putting yourself in such a space of positive energy and light that you can shine out to the world outside your sport and within your sport. So thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I really did not plan for this to be 27 minutes long because I actually have to pack for like a week-long trip and I'm not done, but I told myself I'd record. So here we are. But I really hope that if you were if you are injured or if you have ever been injured or if you're facing any sort of challenge in your life this doesn't honestly doesn't just apply to injuries but really any challenge that you may be facing i hope that this advice really helped you 
I really plan to tap more into my advice and my experiences regarding physical challenges I've been through in sports and in basketball. But without further ado, thank you guys so much again just for taking the time. I would love to hear your feedback if this helped you or if you know somebody that this might help. Please feel free to share it with a friend. And like I said, if you guys have any feedback, whether it's good or whether it might be constructive, or if you have any suggestions for future episodes, please feel free to contact me on Instagram. Um, you can contact me just at the Live, Live With Grace Podcast. Excuse me. You can contact me at Live With Grace Podcast. And also, you can leave a review on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And with all that being said, Stay tuned for another episode on the Live With Grace podcast, and I hope you have a great day.